Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. If you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to the book of 1 John? Amen. Now that's those little books of John near the end of the New Testament. That's not the Gospel of John. First epistle of John. Amen. Chapter number five. First epistle of John. Chapter number five. And verse number two. First John five, two. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. His commandments are not grievous. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I want to preach on the subject, the demonstration of love. The demonstration of love. Praise God. Praise God. Now, God demonstrated his love for us. There is no doubt about it. Amen. It is uh, documented. It is uh, a a historical record. Amen. It is, uh, amen, miraculously and spiritually uh, proven over and over again. Amen. God did not just tell us he loved us, but he demonstrated his love for us. There's a huge difference between the two. And sadly, too many people, amen, just want to tell it and not show it. But God, our greatest example, Jesus Christ, our greatest example, he not only told it, he showed it, praise God. Amen. To demonstrate is to establish, to prove, to validate or confirm. And you'll know it's real love when it's demonstrated. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. Amen. How do we know that? Because he gave his only begotten son. Romans 5, verse 8, God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And 1 John 3, 16 said, hereby perceive we the love of God because, amen. How do we perceive it? Because he laid down his life for us. Praise God. Oh, I'm talking about the demonstration of love. And God demonstrated it to us. And thank God he did because we needed it. And that says it all, folks. Those three verses, amen, are just the tip of the iceberg to show that God demonstrated his love to us. And just the fact that God became one of us was a huge thing in and of itself. But he went all the way. He went the extra mile for us. He died for us sins. Philippians 2 verse 7, he made himself of no reputation. He took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. He became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That's demonstration, folks. 
He who was rich became poor for us. He who knew no sin, amen, became sin for us. That's what I call true love. Amen. I wonder how many of us would have done that if we were God. If we were God, would we, amen, have done that for the creation that we made when they thumbed their nose at us and when they said, forget you, we don't want you anymore. I wonder how many of us would have done that. I wonder how many of us would have allowed the people that we created to mock us us, spit on us, beat us, and crucify us. Come on now. Amen. A lot of us would have said, forget it. I'm wiping them out. I've had it with these people. But I'm talking about a love. I'm talking about a love that I can hardly comprehend. Amen. We have a God that more than demonstrated his love for us by leaps and bounds. And because he demonstrated his love for us, we in turn must demonstrate our love for God. We can't just tell him I love him. I got to show him I love him. 1 John 4, 19, we love him because he first loved us. Amen. So I just told you how he first loved us, and now we have to return that love. Amen. And because of his love for me and all he's done for me, I'm going to love him right back with all my heart, all my mind, all my strength, and all my soul. Amen. So what is the only way? What is the only real way, the only biblical way to demonstrate and express our love to God? It's not just in what we say, because as the saying goes, talk is cheap. Amen. Especially when it comes to demonstrating your love. Amen. Let me explain in human terms. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, my wife used to have a little plaque or some little, I don't know if it was a fridge magnet or something. Amen. But it was kind of cute. It said, I love hugs and I love kisses. But I, what I'd really like is a little help with the dishes. Amen. And you see, amen, hugs and kisses are good. Praise God. But you know what? There's other things that are involved in a marriage to keep it good and healthy. And that's everybody helping each other. Everybody doing extra things. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we need to not just say, God, I love you. We need to show him by what we do, by our actions. 1 John 3, 17 but whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up, amen, the bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? Amen. So, you know, if, if uh, I see somebody that's in a real bad shape, and I have some way to help them, amen, and I, you know, just, uh, amen, just kind of say, hey, I hope everything goes good for you. Be warm and be filled in your stomach and, you know, and be, be careful. It's going to be cold tonight and all that stuff. And I don't do anything. You know, I love you, man, but I don't love you enough to do anything to help you or improve your situation. He said, my little children, love not in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of people need our help. A lot of people need our love, and God needs our love. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. He wants to, to us to love him. 
He, he, he created us for fellowship and for companionship and communion with him. Praise God. You know, if you tell somebody you love them and then turn around and stab them in the back, that's not love. If you tell somebody you love them and then take advantage of them, that's not love. If you tell somebody you love them and then abuse them, that's not love. If you tell somebody you love them, but you never show them you do, then that's not true love. Amen. 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 True love goes far beyond words. True love can be seen. It can be experienced. It can be felt. And it is tangible. Yes. You can grab a hold of it. The greatest way for me to show my love for God, the way, uh, amen, is to keep his commandments yes. and to do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Amen. amen. What things are those things? It's the things that the word of God tells us. Praise God. Amen. I know it's not glamorous. Praise God. So you're telling us that God, if we keep God's commandments, that he receives that as true love. Yep. Amen. And I know that's not you know, glamorous as the world says. I know, amen, it's not, you know, akin to like, you know, whatever we say, like flowers and chocolates and greeting cards and, and uh, nice dinners and, and whatever else. But, you know, to God, amen, that's what really warms his heart. To God, that's what really, amen, makes him feel good. Praise God when we keep his commandments because that shows our true love. Not just to, if we say, I love you, God and then don't do nothing he says, then we're in problem. We got a trouble. Mm -hmm. We got a contradiction. It's hypocritical. See, Exodus chapter 20, verse 6 says, showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me, God said, and keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 21, he that has my commandments and keeps them, he's the one that loves me. That's the bottom line, folks. That's just very simple. Amen. There's no big secret. There's no big revelation. Amen. And fantastic understanding. It's the bottom line. He's, got, he's given you the commandments in the word of God. And if you keep his commandments, that's how you show true love. And then God will bend over backwards to do all things. Because the Bible said, if you, amen, keep his commandments, 1 John chapter 3, and do those things which are pleasing in his sight, you can ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you you praise God you. amen there's a direct correlation in loving God and showing your love for God and God amen returning in kind and blessing you amen we see a pattern in the word of God that lets us know that keeping his commandments is synonymous with true love. Amen. Truly loving him. Praise God. The, the, uh, Luke chapter 6 verse 46 says, And what, Jesus said, Why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Praise God. So some people say, I love you, Lord. Some people call him Lord, but they don't walk for him. 
They don't keep his commandments. Amen. You can't tell in their lifestyle. They say they love God. They call him Lord. But their lifestyle says another story. Praise God. I'm telling you, we've got to be consistent with our lifestyle and with the words coming out of our mouth. Praise God. If our lifestyle is correct and if we're keeping his commandments, then when we say we love God, it will mean so much more. When we say Lord, it will mean so much more. Amen. And when, when you need God in a moment's notice, praise God, and you call the name of Jesus in an emergency or in some situation where it's going to be a split second and something terrible is going to happen, amen, if you have already been walking with him and showing your love, he's more apt to show up for you, amen. And you can't have an empty bank account. You can't have zero balance in your account. And when you need a withdrawal and you need to write a check and when you call the name of Jesus, I don't want to be in that situation. I want to have plenty of backup. Amen. So no matter what happens, I want to have plenty in the prayer bank account. I want to have plenty in the fasting bank account. And I want to have plenty in the keeping God's commandments bank account. Amen. Amen. You know, one significant part of demonstrating our love for God is to love one another. That's what our, our opening verse said. Amen. If you love God, you're going to love one another. It goes hand in hand. The Bible talks about us loving three different categories of people in this world. How we love and treat others has a direct connection with our love for God or the lack thereof. It is consistent. Amen. It needs to be consistent. The first category is our brother in the Lord, our sister in the Lord. John 13 verse 34, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, that you have love one to another. Amen. That's the new commandment God's given. Hallelujah. That you love one another. Amen. I have loved you and you also take that love and you love one another. Amen. My disciples will be known in this world. Amen. Part of their testimony, part of their witness, part of the people on the outside looking in to check out what's going on with this people of God. They're going to see something they need to see. Amen. To show that they're the true disciples, that they really love each other. That's powerful. John later in his epistle in 1 John had this to say about loving your brother in Christ. This is powerful, very blunt and plain, John put it. 1 John 4.20, if a man say, I love God, because you know some people say, God, I love you. I just love you so much. But you know, all these people you made, not so much. <laughs> all these people, they really bug me. All these people that I live on my block or that I work in my office or that I see at the grocery store or whatever, you know, they just get on my nerves. But I love you, God. No, you don't. Oh, Pastor, how can you say that? The Word of God says it. Amen. You know why I give so many verses of Scripture every time I preach? I'm hiding behind the Word. Amen. Anybody wants to throw a tomato, if anything I say, you can hit the word of God. Because the word of God is saying, if a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, 
he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God love his brother also. Oh, praise God. Amen. That puts it into perspective. I got to keep his commandments. I show him I love him. I love others. I show him I love him. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. This is, this is a reality, folks. This is a, this is a powerful thing we're a part of. Amen. This is the brass tacks of living for God, walking day by day. Amen. It's not all just, you know, glitter and glamour. It's getting down to brass tacks and loving people. Amen. Like Jesus did. You think, you think Jesus had a, had a good time loving some of those people? He had a, probably, it was a little bit hard for him. Some, you know, when they're whipping him and they're doing all this to him, he still loved them. He still loved them. Amen. We show our love for God by loving those in the family of God. And we likewise show our love for God by loving our neighbors as well, which is a second category of people. Amen. Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. And so if you care about yourself, if you're concerned about your own welfare, if you're concerned about what happens to you, amen, take that same concern and put it out to your fellow man. Amen. Who is your neighbor? Your neighbor is a general category that designates all people. Amen. And this commandment is second only to that first commandment of loving God with everything you've got. And the third category of people we are commanded to love is our enemies. Oh, that one's a little harder. Amen. Matthew 5, 44, I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That's, not, that's a little tall order sometime, but he said you can do it. He said you got to do it. And you know what? Jesus didn't tell us just to love our enemies. I told you how he was our greatest example. He showed us Amen. how to love our enemies. Amen. Amen. When he was spit upon... He didn't spit back. When they slapped his face, he didn't slap them back. When, he, when they reviled him, he was quiet. Amen. When they, when they literally slapped him on the cheek, he turned the other cheek. Amen. He didn't tell you to turn the other cheek, and he didn't do it. Praise God. We're, we're talking about a God that became one of us and, and went through the punishment he went through so we could live a life that we could go to heaven someday. Amen. That's why we got to love him with everything. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So you love your enemies. You bless them. You pray for them. And don't pray ill will on them. You pray for them sincerely. And if God wants to punish them, that's his business. But you don't wish bad on them. You say, God, you deal with my enemies. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Amen. But I'm going to pray for my enemies to come around. I'm going to pray for my enemies to be saved. I'm going to pray for my enemies, amen, to see the light. Amen. Praise amen. God. So Jesus didn't just tell us he showed us about the enemies amen he showed us how to do it when he was hanging on the cross Luke 23 34 then Jesus uh, said he he said father forgive them for they know not what they do he forgave those who were responsible for his crucifixion while he was being crucified that is love and if that isn't the most powerful example and demonstration of love, I don't know what is. 
And finally, this morning, God's commandments. You say, well, I, boy, you know, that, that, those commandments, some of them, are, they seem pretty tough. Amen. They seem, they seem pretty hard. I, I just don't know, you know. I, I just don't know if it's worth it or this or that. I, let me, I, I'm going to tell you something. God's commandments are not hard. Amen. If you look at it the right way. If you look at it the right way, praise God. First John 5, 3, the last part of our text verse. His commandments are not grievous. His commandments do not weigh us down. They are not burdensome. On the contrary, living a life without God and without His Word, that is what is burdensome. That is what is heavy. That is what is overwhelming. Living a life without God is a heavy load to carry. Amen. That's why I'm glad, amen, that I laid my burdens down at the altar of repentance. And he washed them away in the waters of baptism. And he filled me with the Holy Ghost and gave me a new lease on life. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And since I laid my burdens down, I feel better, so much better. Hallelujah. I don't feel grievous. I don't feel like, well, this Christianity, it's hard. I don't know. It's not hard. It's not hard. You're making it hard. You're doing it the wrong way. You're looking at it the wrong way. Amen. Proverbs 13, 15. The way of transgressors is hard. That's what's hard. People that trans, what's a transgressor? Those that don't keep the commandments of God. That's a hard life. Praise God. Amen. Psalm 119, 158. I beheld the transgressors and was grieved because they kept not thy word. Living a life of sin. That's what's hard. Because sin will follow you all the way to the judgment. Amen. Some men's sins go ahead before. Amen. Under judgment. And others that follow after. Amen. But when you put your sins under the blood, when you, amen, make your peace with God, when you're born again of the water and spirit, praise God, your sins are judged ahead of time and they will not face you when you stand before God. Thank you, Lord. But they will follow you. If they haven't been forgiven, they'll follow you all the way. And we have to give an account for them. Amen. But Jesus said, Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Keeping his commandments. Living for God, it's easy. It's light compared. Don't you remember what God brought you out of? Amen. And those of you that are still maybe watching that haven't been brought out, amen. I want you to take a good look at the miry clay you're in. Amen. And that you're looking at what's coming on this world. Praise God. What does it tell you? Amen. I have hope. Because Jesus is in charge. Those of you that are full of labor and heavy laden with the sins and the weights of this world, go to Jesus. He'll give you rest. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. You'll find rest for your souls. The commandments of God don't burden us. 
they bless us. They don't hold us back, but rather they set us free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen. And Jesus is the Word of God. And He is the way, the truth, and the life. And so when you have Jesus, and you have His Word, and you have His truth, you shall be free. Amen. You know, there's an old saying that goes like this. If you live for God hard, it will be easy. But if you live for God easy, it will be hard. What does it mean by living for God easy? It means half-hearted. It means you're not committed all the way. It means lukewarm. It means you're straddling the fence and you haven't really got a made-up mind. It means that you're not committed to the cause of Jesus Christ quite yet. But when you live for God hard, just flip those around. You are all those things and more. Amen. You're like Job. You know, I talked about Job on Thursday night. But you know what? If you get into later in the book in chapter 13, Job said this astounding statement about God. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Oh, come on now. Only someone living for God hard. Only someone sold out the whole route, completely born again, can say a statement like that. Only someone, amen, that has bought the truth and is not for sale. Only someone that's in this for the long haul can say something like that. Oh, no matter what happens to me, I'm staying in this. I'm keeping His commandments. I'm going to live for God hard, and then it's going to be easy. Praise the Lord the demonstration of love the demonstration of love let's pray right now let's talk to God what an incredible message thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you